maniacs. Here's a man he who's usually care. wrong. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He didn't care. Here's a man who eats things that make a bully go puke. You're now rocking with the best. It's the Eric Zane Show podcast. Yeah. And here's your host, Eric Zane. Kevin, as always, an A for effort, my friend. Welcome. You know, seated here, getting ready to start this show. There's one particular ritual that I I, I may have talked about this before. But I have this uh, weirdo physical malady. It is a uh, jaw disorder. Talked about it before. Yeah, I, I remember now that I have. Where if things don't go the way I want them to, it will just lock. And I can only open it so far. It's horrible. Doesn't happen all the time. It happened two minutes ago. The left, the left side of my face, it is all wonky. Oh, it, uh, I, I actually cannot open my mouth as far as I like to. Well, I mean, but that's fine for me. You won't notice it. I mean, it doesn't take much for me to, uh, push out the air, talk. But if I, uh, you know, if I yawned, it would be like getting shot in the face. And then at some point today, uh, I'm going to attempt to try to, because right now the entire face structure inside of there, all these little intricate tendons and ligaments and things connecting my face. They're all like inflamed and ridiculous, but at some point they'll settle down. And in a, in a really unnerving moment, I will attempt to try to uh, uh, fix this. And it makes this horrible, hellacious sound like uh, the guy on Monday Night Football last night when his leg snapped in half. <laughs> More on that in a bit. We have a new entry. I mean, here we are uh, just uh, pretty much starting week two of the NFL. And we've got yet another entry into the muppety, flippity, uh, crickety, crackety leg break of the year or bone break of the year. There's all, oh, my God. Uh, I sit here with you today holding the coffee mug. Care- yeah, I don't know if you can say it. Careful or you'll end up in my next podcast. Um, something happened yesterday. That is going to show up on the podcast. Somebody was not careful. They, they didn't know who the hell I was. But still. Um, yes, yeah, so. Oops. I've got a heads up. It says, your mic is weird. <gasps> you know what? I'm. Thank you. I appreciate that. This is what I'm going to do. I need to restart this. Thank you, Andrea. I appreciate that. Hold that thought. I'll be right back. Well, all right, back. Thank you to the sweet people who reached out to me and said, Zane, your microphone 
is uh, Room Audio. Uh, I see Fat Dave Grohl. John, thank you. John, I appreciate that. Amanda gave it to me in all caps. Your mic isn't on. Red State Dirk, it sounds shitty. Can't hear the drop machine and the mic is off. This is all very embarrassing. And I'm sure uh, Diana has a slew of uh, texts as she is uh, downstairs working. It's a rough way to start. Sometimes those things happen. Thank God I have you. And Andrea reached out. She said, your, your mic's not on, dude. It probably farts in her hand, scoops it over to Jason. Off you go. I think we're good now. Uh, I, uh, Amanda, I didn't say you texted Diana. You didn't listen. You texted me. That's okay if you did, though. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. All good. All better. Anyway. Drink it if you got it, because I got the coffee right here, and I, I need to consume this, because... You know, I need it. Okay. And now I'm all sweaty. I put this sweatshirt on and now I don't need it. This is a terrible start. God, I'm warm. All right. We're eventually going to get this show started. As you know, this is the daily podcast where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures uh, each and every day of the work week. So, yeah, that's it. And it's from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. You folks enjoying the live stream are awesome. Thank you. You folks enjoying uh, the pre-recorded audio. I appreciate that. That is how we do this. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page is where you can find me. Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids. Excuse me, hybrid and EV, uh, not on Facebook for another, I don't know, uh, 25 days as I got it uh, shut down because I said I wanted to strangle Regis. They did not like that. They think I am a terrorist, so they shut it all down. That's the end of that. Uh, also, follow, you can still follow me, though. There's still going to be, I still am alive on there, and uh, there, there's plenty of things that will return there. But I just need people to follow me on there. Not to mention a Twitter follow at Eric Zane Show. A Periscope video that is brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And of course, on the almighty YouTube, if you would, uh, follow the page, subscribe to it, hit the bell notification, thumbs up, all that stuff. It's brought to you by The Tank. Uh, my policy shop insurance. Frank is an independent insurance agent who sponsors this show. So, okay. And we are in the process of uh, making our way through moving the entire live stream to Twitch. That is happening. Uh, basically, I just need to sign the paperwork and build the page and off we go. And that's probably going to take me uh, five years because you know how I operate. Let me finish the coffee, please. Everybody drink it if you got it. And by the way... It's a damn good thing that the uh, show went all wonky to start with the microphone because I was able 
to snap my jaw free. Thank God. Oh, it was all ridiculous. And then uh, it, if you've ever, I don't think anybody's ever seen me have to do this. It is just a hideous thing to see. It is awful. And I, I honestly, I don't think I could do it in front of you. It's, it's that bad. Oh, it's an absolutely horrible disorder. Uh, it's people just call it TMJ, but that's actually the, uh, anatomical, uh, structure, the temporo, like temple, temporomandibular joint, the spot where your jaw, your lower jaw, uh, fits into like this, uh, spot in your skull. And then your mouth opens and closes. Well, there's a little thing called a condyle. It's a meniscus in between those two as a padding. So that, you know, you don't have bone on bone. Most people's, uh, it stays there as the jaw does its work. Not mine. No. That little fucking disc slips out and goes like, uh, you know, on a different spot. So like on my fucking forehead. Moves into a different spot on my uh, on my bony structures of my skull. It actually does. And when it does that, it's, you know, uh, everything, it, it, the, the whole jaw mechanism stops working the way it's supposed to. So I have to kind of like sit there, I'm moving my lower jaw, and then all of a sudden it'll go. Ugh. Sometimes it hurts a lot. Fucking terrible. Stand by. I'm going to finish this and then we'll really get going. I swear. I didn't get, it's been a weird morning. It always is. Stand by. All right, but we're fully locked and loaded. Uh, first of all, I have an announcement. The Ben and Eric Patreon podcast is now happening on Saturday. We have been uh, kind of jumping around, but uh, between Ben's schedule and my schedule on Patreon, uh, we this is the only time that this can happen. We've had to uh, really uh, do a lot of uh, moving around. Uh, but holy crap. Before I get to, uh, some of the things, the intricacies about the schedule associated with Ben and Eric, there is a big meeting today where I guess the FDA is going to say, ah, yeah, you're nay on a booster shot. Now I haven't necessarily been, uh, getting all the details on this. I'll just tell, I'll just be totally upfront with you. If they say, yeah, it's time to get a booster. I'm, I am going to go get a booster. You should, well, hell, uh, 99% of the audience should go get their first shot. Uh, 99% of their, of the audience should remove the truck nuts from their car. And then go get the booster shot. 99% of the audience should accept the results of the election, remove the truck nuts, uh, take off the uh, Confederate flag T-shirt, and go get their first vaccine. These are all things you should do. Accept the results of the election. Uh, stop planning domestic terrorism. Take the trucks off, the uh, truck nuts off. Remove the Confederate flag T-shirt. Go get your first booster, your your first COVID shot. 
Stop planning to kidnap the governor. Stop planning to terror attack domestic. Remove truck nuts. Confederate flag t-shirt gone. Uh, take off. Don't tread on me. Bumper sticker. Go get your first booster shot. First COVID shot. We all know that's not going to happen. Today's the day when the FDA says, uh, all right. Yeah. It's t- every eight months. Go get a booster. To me, this is very simple. Like I said, let's go get the booster. All you other guys, you have to do all those other steps first. You can't, you, you can't do it. It's a little weird that we're talking uh, boosters when, uh, you know, half the country won't get any. Uh, some people are saying that on an ethical level, uh, why are we, um, when it comes to the rest of the world, who are not so thick-skulled, uh, why can't we deliver, or why, why can't uh, booster sh- uh, first shots? There are some portions of the world that don't have any shots, and this plague that's killing us all. They should, and I agree, they should get first dibs. I mean, here, right now, the U.S. is like the fat guy at the wedding who... uh you know, cuts the line before the table is okay. So, you know, you got everybody They're like, all right, your table can go up. Some asshole always just says, oh, fuck this. I'm going up now. And he's on his third plate uh, of, uh, of, of the, of the beef medallions before, you know, uh, some of the people at the wedding have even had their first. That's what the U S is now. So that's a little wonky to some people. Not me. I say, put that, give me that vaccine. I don't give a shit about the rest of the world. Give me a vaccine. Give me my booster. Give me, give me, give me. It might be a good idea. I think that, um, I mean, you can't get blood from a stone. I mean, how many uh, uh, alt-right kook crazy uh, uh radio host named mr anti-vax have to die before these maniacs get their first shot and the answer is uh, all of them because they're not going to get their first shot people just won't do it and uh you know you get some people that say and that's fine it's choice. It's not fine. It's not fine at all. It's horrible. So I think we need to change our approach. I mean, it's not really intimidating when Joe Biden says, hey, we're losing our patience with you. Who are you? Who are you people? Where are my beads? I'm not supposed to not take questions and walk away. Did you know that tornadoes are no longer known as tornadoes?
I shit corn out of my mouth. Not exactly a uh, you know comforting thing when you have this this guy who's one foot in the grave. I mean, we've uh, we've talked about this before. And uh, uh, bleeding heart Brian. Um, you see, I, I'm always uh, throwing curveballs at the audience. You you. Uh, I, I change. I mean, I'll, I'll sit here and I'll talk about one thing one day and then the, ne- and the next thing the next. And you don't know really where I land politically. Uh, and, and the latest thing that I'm on board with is that Joe Biden is not fit for office. And. Uh, hold, hold on. Hey, sorry if you got a bunch of texts earlier. Honey. Oh, no, she didn't. Do, I th- the door just opened behind me, and Diana didn't open it. Daisy just bashed it with her head. Sorry. I'm being distracted all, all morning. Sorry. Um, So this latest thing that I have about Joe Biden is not fit for office, and then uh, whatever. Bleeding heart Brian reaches out to me, and he sends me a link. He's like, why don't you just chew on this? And it's, uh, I don't know, a conversation between some talking head and some dude who's in Biden's administration. And uh, and the headline reads, uh, Biden staffer, or just chief of staff, uh, debunks that Biden has a mute button. And, and I'm like, oh, well, maybe this is the other side here. Let's uh, Maybe this is going to make me think otherwise. Brian presents it like it's some, uh, you know, uh, really breakthrough bit of information and all it is is the dude when he's presented with the uh, theory that biden has a mute button uh that anybody can enact and he he can stop taking questions or they, they'll pull the feed on a, on a white house um uh, a press thing so that nobody can see it it's just this guy going ha ha no that's ridiculous it's like well that's not debunking anything that's just some guy uh, ch- in a cheeky fashion uh, uh, say, no, that's not true. That's not a debunking. That's not proof at all. So why does this all come up? I think for uh, you dummies who won't get vaccinated, that I think we need to change our approach with you because I know you're all about freedom and um, you know you're in you're in uh, you're 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 fighting for your rights and all this other nonsense. And you show up at school board meetings and health department meetings and uh, county meetings screaming at people because uh, your angels have to wear a stupid mask. Uh, I think we need to make it so that it's mandatory. That um, and there, there's really not an easy way to do it. Uh, do this is just we have to go to voter rolls and see who voted Republican and whoever voted Republican in the entire country is no longer allowed to get a vaccine. I mean, we have to say you can't do it. There is no way you can do it. And then that is going to drive them crazy. They're then going to go, Hey, wait a minute. Are you, 
Are you telling me I can't get the vaccine? Are you are you stepping on my rights as a citizen to not get the vaccine? Are you telling me I can't do something? I'm a patriot with truck nuts. Well, you tell them no, and then they're going to freak out, and then they're going to line up for, they're going to storm the cab. This is what you do. You go public with that. Then um, they all meet in one place, Washington, D.C., and then they storm the Capitol, and then you have uh, the National Guard there with dart guns, and then you just shoot them all one after the other. And they all go, there, you got your vaccine. We have a great spectacle. We can put it on pay-per-view, raise a ton of money, and then you've got all these vaccinated uh, uh, MAGA hat-wearing buffoons uh, laying all around the Capitol steps. Mix one or two with cyanide, boom, off you go. So go get your booster, I guess, when they tell us it's okay to go get the booster. I don't know. By the way, I hope you understand that that's all tongue-in-cheek. If we ever get to that point again where it's like, I think he means it. I don't like having to tell you that it's all tongue-in-cheek. But when it comes to anything COVID-related, seems like I have to do that sometimes with some of you because you get so damn butthurt. Holy shit. And then I get pissed off at you because I, I write something on Facebook and, uh, you know, about like on point like that. And then you guys uh, write, yeah, well, your family hates you. Yeah, well, you can't keep a job. And I'm like, well, that that's fucking ridiculous. That is, uh, you know, and then I respond and then I get put in Facebook jail. So congratulations. You did it. Uh, the reason why I said careful or you'll end up in my next podcast, I pointed it out on my coffee mug, is because something that happened um, limo-wise yesterday. I had a very simple uh, limo job. And um, it was real easy. I go pick up um, mom and dad and um junior and they're gonna drive to uh their other kid's school and pick him up from school for his 16th birthday i've done these before and uh it's always great it's always a surprise for the kid coming out of the school can you imagine that if you come up out of school and your parents got you a limousine now uh this really sweet young man uh special needs um, similar to when Diana would uh, work at uh, the school as a parapro. So I have a nice conversation with mom and dad and um, really sweet family. And um, so the, the, uh, the, the special needs kids come out of the uh, school first and they're going to get on their respective buses and, and, uh, I'm shooting video of the moment and I'm going to pass it along to mom and dad. And the kid's reaction is stellar, man. He is so happy. He's losing his mind. He gets a photograph with all of his classmates. The kid gets in the limo with mom, dad, and his brother. And away we go. And we, it's simple. Two hours. First stop, uh, Nana and Papa's house. All going as planned. The kid is smiles from uh, ear to ear. We're listening to uh, music. Thank God it's not Cardi B. 
Can you imagine that? I mean, who knows nowadays? Uh, we go to Nana and Papa's house. Papa is actually outside of the house. Greets them. I introduce myself. Uh, Papa says to the kids and uh, his, uh, uh, I guess, daughter and uh, son-in-law, do you guys want to see Bo? And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, this is obviously a pet of some type. Papa goes in and gets Bo. And you know what? This is awesome. I was immediately taken, uh, and I was like, wait a minute. Holy crap. Uh, Bo is a 12-week-old Frenchie. There is Bo. Now look at that face. Holy moly. If you are only on the live, if you're on the live stream, you can see it. And if not, I'll, uh, I'll link it up. I always say that and sometimes I forget, but uh, look at that dog. Look at that freaking face. Oh my gosh. Oh man. And then so, so there's that. And uh, everything was great. Then we drive over to uh, uh, Nana's. Hold on a second. Kent, you look hungry. You, yeah, you look real hungry, Kent, uh, for he kind of looks like you for such a great joke. You probably need to eat 300 seconds to get your energy back. So why don't you chew on that? And in that five minutes that you have to think about it, why don't you call your fat ass boss and ask him why he's not on the Eric Zane show podcast? What do you think of that? How you like them apples? We then drive over to where Nana works. Nana comes out. Picture. Uh, and then I reveal to her, I said, I saw your, uh, your Frenchie. I have a Frenchie. You should join the Facebook group, Frenchies of Grand Rapids. She's like, what? I go, yeah, we get together like every month over at the pack. And it's, it's 50 Frenchies running around. So uh, I made great friends with her. Everything is going swimmingly. By the way, the uh, live stream audience is like, uh-oh, he's looking at us. He's looking at the comments. See what the hell is going on in there. Uh, John uh, Bukanas with a insensitive, were the buses short joke, you idiot. Off we go to um, pick up some cookies. There's like a place uh, nearby where it's uh, they, they sell like specialty cookies. And that's going to be the end of our trip. They're going to go in. It's like the kid's favorite place. And then they're, uh, I'm going to take them, uh, who not? We will, we'll have a little time after that. They can eat their cookies in the car and, uh, we'll drive around, maybe stop at a park. It, it's, it's up to them. You know, they, they, they've rented me. So, um, I stop at the cookie place. I run around. I open the door for my passengers to get out. 
Uh, youngest son gets out. Mom gets out. Birthday boy gets out. And then uh, no dad. And I'm like, so then I kind of like peer into the, it's a nine passenger Lincoln. I peer in there and dad is hunched over with his hand over his face. And uh, I'm like, what, uh, what's happening? Is he uh, I don't know, emotional with the day or something like that? Is uh, What am I missing? And then he finally works his way out of the limousine. And he, he's, uh, he pulls his hand away and his lip is smashed into a, like it's busted open. And it's pouring blood. And I'm like, oh, my God, what happened to this guy? I'm like, I don't remember, like, jamming on the brakes or anything. Or uh, did he perhaps trip or something like that and bash his face or something on one of the uh, structures inside of the inside of the limousine? And uh, he comes out, and he's spitting the blood now. He's like, it's coming out of his mouth, and it's, it's he's spitting it out onto the concrete, and I go, Mister So and So, are you are you okay? You got it looks like you you got nicked, and he goes, and I guess what happened inside of the car is, and I don't know if he says So and So the 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 birthday he goes birthday boy I'm not gonna use his name obviously birthday boy elbowed me right in the mouth, um. And I go, oh, my God. Um, okay. Uh, so now he's he then is, uh, he's not looking to me for first aid or anything. Uh, I mean, I, I, I could have given him first aid. But he kind of like steps away from the car. He's a little rattled. He, he took a pretty big shot. I mean, it, his lip is, uh, is smashed. And so I close the door and they, they go in to get their cookies. And I said to Mrs. So-and-so, I go, okay, uh. When you're ready to go, just give me a text and I'll be right back. So I, I it's like off the beaten path. So I, I put the car in a place that isn't in the way. And uh, not a lot of time passes to get a text. Okay, we're ready to go. And uh, I pull up and, and dad is still, he's, he's all, he's completely, um, a complete disaster. It's like he went, you know, 10 rounds with the champ. And, uh, the tone had been very joyful and happy and everybody was smiling and they're listening to music and it's decidedly different now. Everybody very quickly gets into the car and there's eh, just kind of wonky looks on faces and like, uh-oh. I didn't know what to think. I go around to the driver's side and get in the car and they still have plenty of time. Uh, like I could drive around for extended time and they could listen to more music and be cheery and happy. But, uh, something was telling me that this was not the case. So I, uh, uh, Mr. And Mrs. So-and-so, um, where would you like to go home? Uh, dad's got like a, a wad of, uh, just like, you know, tissue and like Kleenex inside of the, inside of the car. <laughs> He's got it all balled up on his fucking face. The poor guy. I'm like, oh boy, he is, uh, he is not happy here. 
So I, I am not sure what happened in there because um, he's all out of sorts. So now if this was an accident, okay, well, all right, uh, you know, maybe he's like uh, at the end of his rope or something like that. I, I, I don't know, but he, he went from uh, a warm to, to ice cold in, in an instant. And uh, I'm like, oh, boy, this, he's ready to beat somebody up, man. And so, but I, I and I don't know, maybe it was on purpose. I, uh, the, the young man, the birthday boy, um, like I said, there's a, a couple of things going on there. And um, I don't know, maybe he just uh, on a whim um, decides to let you have it. And then you, you got, you, you know, you know, but that would keep you on your toes, wouldn't it? If you're, if you're walking around the house and all of a sudden, wham. Uh, oh fuck! Oh shit! So I, uh, I, I guess I don't know. I don't. I'm not particularly sure what brought it on. I'm just gonna assume it was an accident, though. So that I, now in my head, I want to go, Dad. Hey, man, you know it's a birthday party. Lighten up, but uh, it's gonna be okay. You're, you know, your your lips gonna heal. And he was not having any of it, man. He was in a uh, foul mood. For the 15 minutes it took to get back in the house, I glanced it up in the rearview mirror and people, I mean, the no music and, and the one, the one birthday boy, he didn't have any idea. He's just eating the cookies. And, uh, you know, and, and I'm thinking to myself now, uh, dad probably wants to go in there and, uh, you know, put a stone cold stunner on him. But I don't know. The kid is, he's full grown. He could probably take his dad. So I was like, well, I don't know who knows what the hell is going to happen in this 15 minute trip. I'm just keeping one eye on the rearview mirror, uh, to see if there's any type of, um, pandemonium My fingers crossed, you know, I mean, can you imagine the story? If I, if I said that the kid spit out his cookie and, and started beating his dad to a bloody pulp in the back of the limousine, with people screaming while they're playing imagine dragons on the, uh, on the sound system. But no, it, uh, there was one moment as I was driving, uh, where I think I, I, I heard like a subdued voice of, of mom, uh, maybe, uh, like, Hey, you know, it was just one of those things. It's just, uh, you know, just, we got a no big deal. And then, uh, I, I heard There's a big girl. So he was very upset. You know, this is, and, uh, oh boy, again. Careful, or you'll wind up on my next podcast. He didn't know I have a podcast. There's no way that guy knows I had a podcast. Can you imagine if he just happened to, you know, through some weird, uh, you know, way he happens to be getting this show right now? That often crosses my mind. I'm like, here I am telling a story, you know, and uh, so I have to be very careful in how I tell it. Not to like attack him or be insulting to him, but still try to uh, finagle this because it's a great fucking story. I, uh, what was joyful, I mean, out, out coming out of the car, dad looks like somebody hit him in the face with a hatchet. He's a hatchet face. He just gobbled me in the face. And the kid's still smiling. The kid loved it. He's like, man, I love those days. Man, isn't he? Normally, uh, it's a kid's like, normally it's a good day when I can just indiscriminately elbow dad in the face 
But now I get to do it while I'm at the cookie shop listening to Imagine Dragons stepping out of a limo. This is the best day ever. My daily ass kicking of dad is uh, that much more involved and amazing. This is the best birthday ever. I got to kick dad's ass again, but this time in a limo at the cookie factory. Holy shit. So then I'm like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be awkward getting, uh, getting to the destination, you know, um, because they have to get out of the car and we pull up, I run around, I open up the car door and it's like nothing happened. Dad's lip is fat as shit. He looks like Donald from fat Albert and, uh, you know, mom gets out and uh, uh, the kids get out. Dad gets out and it's like nothing happened. I, I In fact, the kid, the 16-year-old whose birthday it was, mom says, let's get a picture with you and, and Eric, our driver. And so he's like, oh, yeah. And he comes up to me to do high five. And I'm like, oh, shit, he's going to fucking clock me. And so I, I'm bracing for it. You know, I put my hand up to do the high five, knowing full well he's just going to go right in the face. No. High five. A kid's like, no, I've kicked enough ass today. Bring it in. He's a he's a tall kid. He's, well, hell, everybody's taller than me. But he, like, pulls me in. He's got he's got strength. You know, he pulls me in a little tight. I'm like, oh, fuck. If I make one false move, he's going he's gonna to put me in a pile driver. Throw me up in the tree. Dad's already, he's still, he's still covering his face. Be careful with him. Be careful. He's going to kick your fucking ass. Mom snaps the picture. He lets go. Man, I tell you what, if I ever, uh, if some of you um, uh, uh, anti-vax dicks are ever thinking about taking me out, no, I've got a, I've got a bodyguard. I can call on this kid at any point, and he will defend me. Holy shit, that was incredible. How often have we gone over the idea that, I'm telling you, I it never occurred to me how fantastic the limo work uh, would be when it comes to uh, uh, stories on this show. I mean, it's absolutely marvelous. The absolute best. My God, I never... Just the, the amount of blood that was pouring out of that guy's face. He just humbled me in the face. Holy crap. All right. You know, I want to help your business. You can be like the uh, abundance of sponsors that I talk about every single show. Just send me an email. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. So, yeah, I always hear you talking about sponsors. How do, what, what, what do I got to do? Well, first of all, you don't have to have a ton of money. This doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. I don't need a lot of money to put you on the podcast because I don't share it with anyone. Just you and me. I don't have a bunch of employees. I don't have any overhead of nothing, nothing. So I charge it accordingly. At the end of the day, it's still a podcast. Now my reach happens to be as far as any radio show uh, growing bigger by the day. But, um, you know, I price it so that you, the moms and the pops and the startups and the small and medium-sized businesses 
uh, can be heard. You cannot afford the radio. They overprice it. They underdeliver. Don't do it. Sign up for the Eric Zane Show podcast. Just send me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com. The open and the live stream of this brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. E-R-V-I-N-E-S dot com. Um, the abundance of Google reviews, incredible. Ugh. That is uh, not easy to do, especially in a service industry like that. Because there's so many different things that could possibly derail the customer's experience. They make sure that that is taken care of from the moment you pull up in the parking lot to the moment you take off in your car when it's repaired. 616-532-6600. If you are in the West Michigan area, this is all you need to know. Even if you're way out in the outlying areas, it's worth it to take your car to Irvine's for the peace of mind that you get. I just saw that Joe Morin uh, wound up there. I didn't know he had enough business acumen that would warrant an income where he could own a car. Okay. I thought he just ran everywhere or like took public transit. But apparently Joe Morin has a car and uh, he dropped it off the other day at Irvine's. And uh, Bruce, one of the techs, um, waved number one symbols at me behind him in the picture. And then these two assholes sent the picture to me. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. They're along 44th Street, three blocks east of 131 on Stafford. Take your car there, dummy. If you're in the market for a mortgage, don't ever forget. We have a guy, we have a team of the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Mortgages for people in any state where you are listening to this show. The only exceptions, uh, Maine, South Carolina, Alaska, and Hawaii. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Uh, Reach out at 231-332-6505. More information. Go to ericsaneshow.com and click on the emerald green Van Dyke Mortgage logo. NMLS number 3035. As you know, Blue Frost IT is the managed IT service provider for this show. Now that means I have a tech department. If anything goes wrong, Alan takes care of it. I pay him a handful of bucks each month, and that's how it works. It's that simple. If you have a small or medium-sized business, you probably can't afford a tech department. So reach out to Alan and say, yeah, I want what Zane's talking about so that in case everything goes south, you're there for me. That's how it works, right? And then Alan will say, well, yeah, that's that's part of my business. There's a contract work. There's a, a, a retrofitting offices, moves, all sorts of things. But yes, he's right. Call or text 616-200-8550. 616-200-8550. 8550 or send them an email info at bluefrostit.com. My friends, we have so much more to get to. I actually have to get out of here relatively early, earlier than I normally do. So going 50 minutes or so to start uh, means Eh, the back half of this show is probably going to have a few more sponsors than you like. 
But unfortunately, I have to get it done that way because I have to tell you why. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you in just a second because I got to pee. Cow pig. In that time, I was going pee pee. <laughs> Dirk had sent me an email. And I, you know, it, it really bothers me that I, I have a thought process that is the same as that disgusting maniac. And it is involving Joe Biden and his insanity. So for the first time ever, he's preaching to the choir. So every day he sends me another clip of Joe Biden freaking out or saying something that is just uh, madness. So I have something to play for you on the Patreon today. And it's like, why when he speaks like this, when you hear it, you're going to lose your mind too. And everybody's going, yeah, 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 right. That makes perfect sense. It's like, if you're around someone who's crazy and they start being crazy, you don't sit there and go, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, keep doing it. When is someone going to go who's just a spectator at one of these public things when he's talking, say, wait, wait, huh? Wait, what What did you just say? I'll share that with you on the Patreon. So today, uh, oh, my God, this whole weekend, I have to be picking up customers at 1245 today. It's approaching 9 a.m. now. So we get this work done. Finish this podcast up. Do the Patreon. Make that all available to you. No big deal. Jump into my gay magician's outfit. Out the door. Get the car. Pick up my passengers. 1245. Drop them off. 215. Come back home. Now, from that point till nighttime, I'm not sure what's going to happen. But it might be a good idea for me to sleep. Because otherwise, you might be hearing uh, Top Story on Wood TV 8. Uh, Eric Zane was in a limo reenacting the Vladimir Konstantinov uh, uh, incident back in 1997. Because I need to sleep. And here's why. I picked up 9 p.m. pickup to 2 a.m. drop off. So to me, that 9 a.m., I'm sorry, I said 9 a.m., maybe I didn't, 9 p.m. to 2 a.m., that 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. has potential. I doubt that you're going to be having uh, people who are uh, just sitting there listening to songs quietly and drinking soda pop from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. That job sounds to me like people are going to be dropped off at a bar or we're going to be doing a bar crawl and I'm the DD and they get more and more shit faced at each location. And then I finally drop them off after they've all puked uh, back at their house. I am reasonably confident that that is what it's, it's either going to be a bunch of bros, a bunch of chicks or a mixed bag. Maybe there'll be an orgy in the back of the limo, but this one has potential to be legendary. If you thought the story about the 16-year-old kid who beat the shit out of his dad earlier in the day, uh, or yet uh, yesterday, God, I sound like Joe Biden. 
That one right there might be epic. So I need to be fresh. 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. Okay, so then I get home. Uh, after I drop these folks off, it'll probably be, uh, you know, 3 a.m. Go to bed. Somehow I'll wound up. Probably see all sorts of titties during that one. I have to drive Saturday afternoon at 3 p.m. 3 p.m. to 5.30. That sounds like a wedding to me just by looking at the time. I'm guessing that's a wedding. I don't know. And then Saturday night, 10.45 to 11.45. That also sounds like a wedding, like I'm picking up a bride and groom. Holy shit. So that's a bit. And then uh, Sunday, go to the zoo with my son and his fiance. Wait, what? Some of you are like, wait, 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 huh? I got the best news I've gotten uh, yesterday. And my son reached out to me, Jim, 26. Now, for those of you who don't know, um, when Jim was in high school, him and his girlfriend, lady friend, I don't even know how to say it. Um, well, Jim got her pregnant. Now, you know, that's... Uh, it's really something when you have uh, a high school pregnancy like that. And then after the baby is born, you then have another one shortly. Well, I don't know, a year and a half. I think Grayson was like a year and a half old when, uh, when, when Rowan was born, maybe, maybe two years old. I guess I don't know. I'm an idiot. Maybe three. Dumbass. Um, I think it was three. Close to three. When, when that happens, you know, uh, and, and then the couple stays together. It's been like 10 years. These two have been together, Jim and Aubrey. As this little family struggling away, you know, trying to find their way, Jim uh, uh, doing it his way. Uh, Dad, I think I'm going to buy a, a mobile home. Don't do that. Why? Well, they the resale value in those is ridiculous. It's like buying a boat. Don't do it. He does it. Dad, this is terrible. The resale value on the... Yeah, I know. I told you. I got... You know what? Don't even ask me any advice. You, you're doing just fine. That's old school. This is what you do. Uh, when your kids ask you for advice, shrug. Dad, what should I do? I don't know. Why would I tell you that? And then when you screw it up, that's on me. I got a better idea. Go figure it out for yourself. That's what I did. It's called trial and error. That's how you gain wisdom. Don't ask me for anything. Get out of my face. Let's go to the zoo. No, in all seriousness, um, young couples that have uh, kids at that age, that's a pretty rare thing to stay together. A lot of times, you know, shit gets wonky, and then the next thing you know, and so, but that did not happen with these two. And um, the story can be told now. Um, the we had some real messy days in the growth of the relationship with um, Jim's now fiance. Um, and but then something happened in the last I don't know couple of years. Everything just kind of fell into place. Uh, all of the uh, times that we would get where we wouldn't get along, it, it, they just stopped happening. 
and I don't know what happened. I, I, I'm not going to sit there and, and do armchair quarterback as to why it is. All I know is that nowadays we laugh when we're all together. And I'm like, oh, man, I think this is starting to work. I think the uh, uh, dynamic between Diana, Eric, and, and uh, Jim and Aubrey is, is just leveled off. It just happened on its own. No idea. And so I, I, I will be perfectly honest with you. There was a, a time that I was like, oh, boy, I don't know, Jim. I don't know if she's the one. And, and he's like, yeah, Dad, I know you say that, but you don't know what the hell you're talking about. And I'm like, yeah, probably right. I don't know. So we didn't really talk about it after that. But then, uh, you know, we started to change our tune about that because she just turned into kind of like a sweetie pie. You know, and uh, it's like, well, that's great because, you know, this is the way it's supposed to be. Awesome. And so um, there was a time when I didn't, uh, Jim was probably like, uh, boy, I don't, I never really um, got into Jim's business too much. I realized long ago that uh, Jim's kind of his own dude. And uh, it, it's, it's not, it's best to let him just figure it out and only be concerned with, you know, taking the kids out for ice cream or playing basketball or uh, don't meddle. Let the man do his thing. I honestly think that they got closer to being a, uh, uh, a family that is um, married and, and, and has everything, uh, all their ducks in a row. When they got the puppy, they got this dog. Her name's Lola. She's awesome. And then, uh, so that was a big thing. So now they got the kids, they got the dog, uh, they got Jim, uh, trying to get out of the trailer park. So then all of a sudden out of the blue yesterday, uh, when I was driving limo right before the 16 year old kid whipped his dad's ass, uh, I heard from Jim. He writes to mom and me, Aubrey and I are going to do justice of the peace at the courthouse and finally seal the deal. I'm like, holy shit. I wrote, holy crap. This is awesome. I want to call, but I'm driving limo right now. I'm so proud of you guys. You've really come a long way. I'm very happy for you. When? I'm at work, so no big deal. We're planning that right now. Next couple of weeks. He said, I'm like, oh my God. Then I wrote, would you like me to marry you guys? I'm licensed to do that. We could do it in the backyard and have a party. I'm very good at it. We could have Mr. Esteban cater it. And Diana says, and we could have a little party. Um, He would probably love to do that. Want me to ask him? I'm so proud of you guys. Thank you for the ideas. I'll have to run it by the boss. But I got caught up at work. We really appreciate the love. I'll text back uh, soon. Once we decide on a date that works for us, we want to have an actual ceremony one day so we might hold off on the party so we can have a real banger in the future. Well, perfect, you see? That's what it is. Jim figures his shit out on his own. Then I immediately wrote a nice message to Aubrey uh, uh, telling her how happy I was. And, uh, you know, I, I give her the, you know, it hasn't been, uh, hasn't been the prettiest uh, uh, times for us. I mean, in the past, we've had our, our not-so-pretty moments, but I feel like it's settled down. We're there. So this is just fantastic. 
Uh, and I, and then when Jim said, yeah, we can have a real banger in the future. Then I took the opportunity to make him uncomfortable. And I wrote this back to Jim and with Diana on the text. I said, it'll be great, Jim. Afterwards, mom and I can show you and Aubrey how to have sex. You'll be able to do that now since you're married. No response. About 15 minutes later, he sends a picture of his dog. I wrote, did you see my previous text? I want to make sure you got the joke. He says, yeah, I had to make sure it wasn't on my screen, so I never had to read it again. Did not get any comment from Diana on that. So there you go. How about that? That is spectacular. Thank God. You know, that's a really, really great. That's a winning feeling right there. So I'm very, very happy about that. That will be uh, the first marriage. Uh, that is, That would be my daughter-in-law. That's, that's spectacular. It's all good. I, I just feel fantastic. Uh, with that good feeling, let us uh, let us continue on that with the story of uh, uh, Nick Gates of the New York Giants. All right, let's uh, let's bring you in here. Last night, um, let me do the old screen share. I see that you can see it. All right, that's perfect. He is an offensive lineman. So you see you got uh, this receiver at the bottom of the screen, this receiver here, that's called the slot. Uh, This is, uh, looks like the tackle. Next to him, right here, where the arrow is, I hope you can see the arrow, is Nick Gates. Quarterback's going to get the ball, and all these big Washington football team guys are going to push these big guys back here. And while this guy is engaged with someone else, someone else is going to roll on this guy's leg and turn it into a fucking roadkill. I'll link this up so you can see it. So here he is right here. He's seconds away from the end of the football season. It should be pointed out that this is this guy's first game since the year 2019. He's managed to play about 10 minutes of of the football game. There's about 10 minutes gone in the football game. His first time he's played in years. What the fuck? Okay, so now he's, he's banging heads with this dude, this quarterback. I don't know who the fuck he is. Doesn't matter. This guy's getting shoved back. He's doing his best. He's like, oh, boy, I oughta. Okay. Now, hold on. Let me back it up here. While he's pushing, you'll see another guy come running, and number 26 has to block him. He has to pick this guy up. He's like a safety valve. He misses him, and this guy right here misses his block. So now this guy right here is running free while Nick Gates is engaged with this dude. This guy is going to fall onto Nick Gates' right leg. Right here. Okay, now there is the the left. His right leg is not affected, but this leg is now in half. It just snapped. Okay? 
This guy who's rolling over, he's like, hey, man, what the hell was that under me? That sure felt like it just, it felt like uh, something just broke underneath me. At this point, the leg is in two. Okay, now we see Muppety. Here is Nick Gates here on the edge of your screen. Look at the, the bend here in this leg. It is, the foot is about to, it's held on by the sock at this point. If, if the kicker ran on the field and kicked this foot, it would go all the way into the stands or like as a field goal. You would get points for it. Okay, so now we're in wonky mode. The ball is, uh, who knows what the fuck's going on with the play? Who cares? There's the foot. The foot is on the very edge of the screen. It's going to go out of the shot. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, boy, yeah, what's going on? And then, like, oh, no, look at this guy. He's, he's, he's crying. He's screaming. Nick Gates like, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. It's another five years away from football. Okay. Now we go into real wonky mode. We have a close-up of wonk. Look at, okay, you can tell that that's, a, that's jacked. The bone is going to be popping out of the skin. We're okay. Now, now we're officially in Wonkyville. Look at that Muppety leg. It is sideways. Holy shit. Oh, oh my God. Oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. This is spectacular. Okay. Poor dude. He is screaming. He can't believe it. Now, if you're these guys... I don't know. I think they just hold the leg. But what you do is you you got to bring out like, do you, you remember in the movie Saving Private Ryan when they're storming the beaches and then they're just priority, superficial, priority. You know, they're, 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 they're just jamming morphine into these, into these guys as they take their last breath. You need to have that. You need to have these guys rushing toward Nick Gates and just pumping him full of morphine. And I think they actually did. And, and, and there's proof of that later on. You got this dude who, I don't know the fuck he is. Doesn't matter. So, you know, this is real trouble. They, they, they bring out a flatbed truck for this gigantic man. This guy, he's all bummed out. He's like getting ready to throw up because he just saw the bone popping out of the skin. All these people that did that one guy have a leaf blower. Is that, is this a leaf blower here? Is he about to like, uh, is he blowing bone fabric off there, uh, uh, bone chunks off of the field? They bring the stretcher out. Look at this pile of people. They're just there in case the foot falls off. That's the, so that they can uh, shield the viewers from it. This, look how disgusted this guy is. He just puked in his mouth. Oh, he cannot believe it. And then, like, the whole team, yeah, the coach is like, oh, fuck, now I need a new player. What am I going to do? Yeah, you, you, you get in there. You, you you be the one to break your leg next. Okay, now here you go. Everybody's like, okay. And look at him. He's smiling. They have pumped him full of the drugs. Look at this guy. He's like, yeah, this isn't so bad. I am stoned. I am just obliterated. He's, he's hitting on that chick. There's the foot. Everything's got to be fine. He gets to make millions. Look at He's waving to the, uh, he's waving to the crowd. I think he's actually cracking up here. Look at everybody's like patting him, like, "Hey, man, smell you later. See you in a couple more years. Good luck on the rehab. It was good playing with you for ten minutes." Oh, 
Look at he's happy now. This guy is full. He is in, he is enjoying this. He's like, yes. Did you see that? He's like, yeah, man, this is great. I love this so much. I'm so thank you guys for the drugs. Check it out. He, <laughs> that nod. He actually is having the time of his life. He has gone from wonky town to stone to the bone right there. Yes. Nick Gates. Holy shit. Shoo. Nick's a fighter, man. Running back Saquon Barkley said, Nick is a leader. He's a captain. He's a captain. One of the captains. Uh, Gates, the team captain, was uh, starting his first game since 2019 to left guard. Was ruled out. And he broke his leg. It's, it, quote, I snapped that shit in half. He, he said to his agent, John Persley. Ugh. So uh, today they uh, they then go and uh, operate on him. I wonder if they um, if they just leave it wonkified for the night because that would be weird. I wouldn't be able to look at it. You know, I mean, I would just be I'd just be kind of be like more 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 of it. Priority, priority. Or do they have to actually like uh, you know uh, pull it and then set it and it's all stupid like my jaw breaking and then. Uh, Oh God, I, what a, what a, that enough. If any of you parents, your kids play football, you realize that that's, you have a, that your, your, your child is at great risk of that happening to them. Um, I think the best thing to do is encourage your child to be a backup quarterback or a, uh, a kicker or a punter. And, uh, you know, those aren't real football players, but they, they have like 45 year careers. They make just as much money. They get just as much puss, uh, but they have none of the danger either that or encourage your kid to be like the team manager. Every high school football team has a kid who, you know, he might be the type of kid who elbows his dad in the limousine, who is like the manager. He doesn't really have a job. He's just there. And they like, he becomes like the mascot and he like, you know, fills up the water bottles and shit like that. And they include him in the team picture and have your kid do that. Even, even if it means taking the opportunity away from the kid who elbows his dad in the mouth in the limousine, because you want to keep your kids safe. Football is a sick, disgusting game. Uh, but it's the way of the world. We love our football. It'll never leave. Incredible game. How about the fact that local shithead Bill Simonson has picked the Lions over the Packers? Oh, my God. We are dead. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, after the horrible game he had last week, he's going to be like 30 for 30 for 550 yards. Six touchdowns, no interceptions. And uh, the Lions uh, will back up a miserable uh, a miserable performance with one of the worst performances of all time. And we'll be that much closer to seeing Bill Simonson in a Speedo uh, washing my car in the dead of winter. Ah, that will be fantastic. 
I visited John from Horizon Hydroponics yesterday for another edition of Growers 101. Normally, we feature that on Facebook, but, uh, well, you know. You can see it on Twitter and on YouTube. I'm always amazed with the knowledge of this man. I don't grow marijuana. I don't smoke marijuana. I have no desire to. Uh, A perfect example of uh, why it's important that it should be legal in a great state like Michigan uh, to grow and smoke and have, you know, recreational and medicinal purposes, marijuana. There were people like, oh, man, soon as you do that in Michigan, man, everybody's going to get stoned. No, no, it's not true at all. Uh, people who don't smoke oh, won't. And the people who do will, and they won't go to jail and waste everybody's money. And, you know, then a whole industry will blossom. It's awesome. Don't do that when you drive. That's ridiculous. Treat it like you would alcohol. Anyway, I digress. If you grow, this is a big deal. People do this as a hobby. They do it. They take this very seriously. And if anything you need to grow uh, is out there, it's available at Horizon Hydroponics, along with the expertise to go with it. If you're out of the uh, brick-and-mortar store uh, area where you can't travel, just go online, horizonhydroponics.com. Call the number on the website if you need more information about the products you may be buying. Okay, thanks. I got it. I'll buy it. Click, click, click. You buy it. Uh, You can pick it up if you don't want them to mail it to you, or they can mail it to you anywhere in the U.S. for orders. $250 and over, that is free. Use the coupon code ZANESHOW at checkout to save 10%. Thank you, Horizon Hydroponics. Uh, The Tank is no doubt enjoying the show. I hope so. Frank the Tank Fuss. Make yourself seen now. I want to see if you're in the chat. The Tank is amazing. He is an independent, licensed insurance uh, agent. And uh, he wants to make sure you are making all the right choices when it comes to insurance. Uh, Life insurance, uh, car insurance, health insurance, buying insurance in the marketplace, your own workplace insurance, Medicare, dental coverage. He does it all. Chris says the tank was here. Is he known as the tank? Did he change his name to the tank? Or does it still say Frank Fuss? Frank Jude Fuss. His middle name's Jude. That's a great middle name. That's a great name. Jude. I love that. Anyway, uh, this is also a free service to work with the tank. So anything at all, uh, insurance-wise, that I mentioned, uh, you 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 tap him as your resource, your knowledge base. Uh, buyinsurancehere.com. Go there, fill out the form. Frank will get a hold of you. All right. It still says Frank. Frank, I told you to make it the tank. I'm a little bit uh, disappointed because I was expecting to have comedian Billy Wayne Davis on the show this week. I went the extra mile and reached out to Big Dick Donnie, and I said, dude, let's promote 
Let's get some asses in the seat and help any way we can. You got shows all week with this dude. Uh, let's get him on. We'll talk about him in my little corner of the podcasting world and try to get a few people to sell some tickets for this guy. Okay. How are we going to do it? I go, ah, uh, same way we did with Ryan Flanagan. I send a link. Dude clicks it. We talk. Pick a time. Pick a day. Okay. Don't hear back. Last night. Last chance. Are we doing this? No response. Okay, fine. Uh, Hey, I'm just trying to help you. Double checking. No. All right. Billy, Wayne Davis, I'll do my best on my own. I'd love to have you. I would have uh, loved to have you on the show. Had you on the show. Don't know what happened. I'm not going to judge. But all I know is you are appearing tonight at Rockford Lanes. Billy Wayne Davis, Rockford Lanes. Go there. If you see him, say, yeah, Eric Zane tried to get you on his podcast. He's wondering what happened. Old Eric would have just blamed Don or blamed Billy Wayne Davis. Somewhere along the line, there was a failure. All I know is I threw it out there. September 17th is tonight. We will see you at Rockford Lanes for Billy Wayne. I won't see you, but Billy Wayne Davis wants to see you. Uh, Two shows tonight at uh, Rockford Lanes. And then tomorrow at Back Alley Comedy Club, Sherman Bowling Center in Muskegon for Billy Wayne Davis. Next week, Craig Shoemaker comes to town. Megan says, I did see his billboards. They've got billboards. That's awesome. Very good. Patriot Nick says, new Eric just did subtly. Kyle's, uh, Kyle and Jason are uh, kind of like experimental shots. Do it if you want. Don't do it if you don't want to. Uh, okay. Jason Schaefer is uh, trying to say that uh, uh, using marijuana should be like, uh, do it if you want. Don't do it if you uh, don't want to. Uh, that should be the same as COVID. Yeah. That is that is that is the dumbest thing I'm gonna hear in a day in, in today. The hands down. Uh you in fact, I'm going to lobby to get you fired from the new limo job over that stupidity. I I'm gonna hold that over your head. I'm gonna call the boss and say, You just hired a moron. We need to get rid of this guy right now. What a dope. My God. In fact, you look hun- you look hungry. Consume your 300 seconds, you butt fuck. Jeez. All right. Uh, can someone tell me what the deal is? with um, Machine Gun Kelly. I know very little about this guy. He appeared in a, he appeared in a movie that I saw. Uh, it's kind of weird in it. He's like he's like 7 foot 5, 105 pounds. Apparently a rapper. Probably one of the least imposing people you will ever see. 
and one of the least attractive people that you will ever see. You could hold a picture up of Machine Gun Kelly next to various people from 1940-whatever at the Dachau prison camp uh, on their worst day, and those dudes would be more attractive than Machine Gun Kelly. That's how hideous of a man this is. That's why it's quite a surprise to me um, that he is, in fact, dating Megan, Megan Fox. Remember her from the Transformers movies? Well, she's only gotten hotter. Now, she looks to be a real handful, uh, so attractive that she is no doubt a huge pain in the ass. But uh, these two have been seen everywhere. Now, I, I don't really have a lot here other than the fact of what the fuck, other than cash, does she see in this ugly, ugly man? And even if... um. Even if it was just for ugly or just just for money, I, I don't know if I'd if I'm her if I'd be able to get over how strikingly unattractive this guy is. And here's the thing about these two: they piss me off because they always look like they are pissed, like really pissed. They never look pleasant. They just kind of annoy me. The two of them. Now uh, she looks so pissed off all the time. That uh, she, to me, doesn't even look attractive. But uh, she really thinks she's hot. And again, I don't, I don't like younger women. I think they're gross. We've talked about that uh, twice this week. Megan Fox, I think she's 35. And she showed up at the VMAs just a handful of days ago wearing a uh, see-through outfit. Like, it's, she would, it would have been the same if she just went with a pair of underwear on and tape over her nipples. Look what she's wearing. Look at how sheer this outfit is. First of all, that look on his face. I just want to smack the shit out of him. He's wearing this ridiculous uh, red outfit. And here she is. She is essentially nude. She has a thong on and a, and uh, there's a little bit more fabric over the breasts. <clears throat> but this is, this is a hell of an outfit. My God. The boldness to wear something like that. I give her credit for that. I'm not judging her for the for the for that. I mean, if you want to wear it, fine. But I mean, she does have a. Uh, I would have to say, though I'm not attracted to it, it's disgusting. That is a uh, a pretty damn near a uh, ideal body, if you ask me. If only there was a 70 year old woman. It was uh, it was a 70 year old woman then, and only then would I find it attractive. Some of you animal men in the audience, like uh, Jason Schaefer, are probably uh, thinking something horrible. Uh, Adam says she looks like she has an eating disorder. I absolutely disagree with you. She looks like a vivacious, very healthy, uh, very strong person. Okay? I do not think she has an eating disorder. Marcy says, I think it's sad that she feels she needs to get that kind of attention. Uh, I don't know about that. That makes her a lot of money. 
Uh, Kate says she's 35, not 15. Yeah, I told you. I think young women are sick. I bring that up not so much for what she's wearing. I bring that up because the looks on these idiots' faces, it seems like every time they're talked about. Uh, the, the following night, she wore a, uh, a blue leather jumpsuit. And then look at the look on dude. Okay, she looks like, oh, fuck. I got to hold this asshole's hand again. I, I, I can feel every bone in his hand. She cannot be happy. There is no smiling in this relationship. Look at this guy behind them in the shot, and I'll link it up in the show notes. He's thinking, what the fuck is she doing with this stork, big bird-looking, skin and bones, poorly dressed asshole? And look at this guy. This is the look of a guy who is thinking about where he's going to get his next speedball. That's all he's concerned with. He doesn't give a shit that he's with one of the hottest women on the planet. He's only concerned about some type of hardcore drugs that he can jam into his system. That's all that, if you have that look on your face, that's the only thing that's on your mind. Rarely do I side with Conor McGregor. But back to the VMAs, Conor McGregor, I'm not sure why, it isn't really detailed, but... Uh, Conor McGregor tried to kick this guy's ass at the VMAs. Now, McGregor's a maniac. First, they said that uh, McGregor tried to get a picture with Machine Gun Kelly, who said no. And then McGregor said, well, then I'm going to kick your ass, which I could totally see. But now they're saying, no, that didn't happen. So if you notice here in this clip, now, there's Megan, or somebody who's with Megan, but Megan is in front of the guy. She apparently blocked the way so that McGregor, who did throw a punch but was too far away, uh, could not uh, could not do anything to the guy. There they are there looking pissed as usual. Look at these two. This is horrible. This is very sad to me. There's McGregor. He's like, I'm going to kick your fucking ass. And there's Megan. There's the back of her head right there. He's like, no, I, I'll protect you. How would you like it if your machine gun Kelly is such a pussy? You got to have your uh, hot, uh, a hot nude chick defend you. But look at the look on McGregor's face here. Holy, that is, he's like, I am going to kill you. Holy fuck. And then this guy with his phone, he's like, oh, yes, I'm going to sell this to TMZ. She's like, you, you got to turn around and sell that shit. This chick's like, oh, my God, I'm going to blow you. And McGregor, I think it might be either the picture thing or he's just, he's like me. He's so disgusted with the look on this dick's face that he wanted to kick his ass. And look at, uh, uh, looks like uh, uh, Whoopi Goldberg here is trying to break them up. All these people wearing masks. It's like, why bother? Why are you even wearing a mask? This is great. Ah, McGregor threw a punch, but MGK was at a distance. MGK, it's so stupid. Uh, Megan stood in uh, in front of him. Look at these two. How pathetic is this? Uh, Connor tries to beat up Machine Gun Kelly. I don't blame him. The guy looks like an asshole. Not a fan based on his demeanor. Uh, the Duchess says... Uh, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are both skin and bones. No. I, do you have eyes, woman? 
She has absolutely uh, plenty of meat on her bones. Ask the boners of every guy that is fucking in, that has seen this. Jesus. Uh, Schaefer's back. He says, so a guy named Machine Gun has to have a woman block for you. He didn't know what the fuck was going on. He was he was completely whacked out on heroin. He had to be. Brian Callahan says, I wish Whoopi Goldberg would have caught a rogue punch in the face in the altercation. Jason Schaefer with the gross pig comment of the day writes, not enough meat for some of us carnivores. And then sick fuck Dean writes, I'll give some meat for her bones. You realize you're 65 years old, you sick fuck. God, what an asshole. Unbelievable. Hey, I want you to drive for affordable limousine. Even a smart ass like Jason Schaefer can get it on this. If you have a CDLB with passenger endorsements, reach out to affordable limousine buscareers.com. That's buscareers.com. Gone are the days when you have to drive around a bunch of snot-nosed kids or a bunch of homeless people around the rapid uh, uh, bus lines here in West Michigan and make the same amount of money. You ask for a wage. You say, nope, nope, sorry, you're not getting it. Uh, Wouldn't it be nice to double your money? Well, that's what they're offering you at buscareers.com. Go there, fill out the form. All you need to do is be an experienced driver, that uh, has a CDLB with passenger endorsement. If you have that, you're a candidate. They are expanding their business. Quite literally, so many people, that well, first of all, they have more than enough vehicles to do it uh, and more than enough clients who want to be driven from point A to point B. They need more drivers. That's you, okay? You're going to be doing corporate events, okay? Very calm, fun things, you know, not stressed to the max with those screaming kids in the back. Oh, my God. Uh, you might be uh, traveling with a local sports team, college, high school. At, hey, you know, start at 2 in the afternoon. You're done at 6.30. Home in time for dinner with a fistful of money. Your amazing wife's going to go, oh, my God, look at all this money. What are we going to do with this cash? Like, I don't know. Let's Screw it. Let's go out to eat. Buscareers.com. Uh, you deserve more. Um, for your expertise. That's why you need to drive for affordable limousine. So quit screwing around and go there. Buscareers.com. TC Paintball online at tcpaintballgr.com. Book a party and uh, get after it, man. They got a fully stocked pro shop. Book your party and then they take care of the paint, the gun, the mask. It's all part of your cost. And then basically you're hosted. All right, Team A, you're taking on Team D. Team B and C, you're going to rest while you watch these two duke it out on the in, in the village. Ah, oh, man, I used all my paint. Go get more paint. You're going to love it. Bring some food. Bring some drinks. I mean, like soft drinks. And uh, have at it. TCPaintballGR.com. It's time to schedule your tune-up for your... Uh, Furnace, okay? A&E Heating and Cooling. Online at aeheatingcooling.com. You can call them, six, I'm sorry, .net. 616-516-8579. Call or text. If you want to set that up, it's 79 bucks. 
8579. I'm I'm doing this as a reminder as much as I can. You have to do this. Okay? Dare I say, well, as saying, you know, I'm way out of the listening area of, uh, of West Michigan, so what do I do? Yeah, call anybody. I don't give a shit who it is. Just make sure you get that thing checked. That's as a that's as just encouraged for everybody in the area. You must call these guys because they're my sponsor. 616-516-8579. Okay. Andrea says, yeah, TC Paintball. Yeah, don't bring your beers for the parking lot. Uh, I can't see it, but in the event that we have any rogue people on the chat of the Eric Zane Show podcast, if anybody is in there just to make trouble, a little advice, pretend you don't see it. Don't even say, hey, you're not bothering me. Just pretend you don't see it. Thank you, Andrea, for the info. Pretend you don't see it. If somebody looks and uh, writes something terrible about you, do not, do not respond. Nothing. If you do anything, do it all so that it's on the down low. Report and block. That is what is encouraged. And then everything will be fine. I don't know why I can't uh, do anything about this, but my platform, uh, I thought that was taken care of. It is, uh, it is not. So just uh, have at it that way, and uh, that uh, will solve itself, if you know what I mean. So just relax. We have some theories. Uh, I got a theory. Patriot Nick says that um, that person is a former zaniac who is disgruntled, and perhaps you're right. I don't know. Uh, Brian says this won't be an issue on Twitch. They have solid banning protocols. So that's uh, that's good news. So thank you, Brian. Okay, two more things I want to get to before we get to the asshole of the day. I'm already late. I needed to have this done by 9.30, and here I am. Uh, I've got a story that's going to piss you off and a story that you're going to love. Let's go with the story that you're going to love first. There is a Norwegian company that says that their technology, what they're creating, can end hurricanes. Now, I know Donald Trump said he can blow up a hurricane with a nuclear bomb. That is not true. You cannot do that. And um, the way this is described, it's like, oh, my God, it sounds so simple. The company is called Ocean Therm. And uh, what they are, uh, what the idea is, um, hurricanes feed off of uh, water temperatures uh, greater than 80 degrees. So in parts of the ocean where the uh, temperature is above that, the amount of uh, heat coming off the ocean uh, causes, you know, what was a tropical storm to be a hurricane? What was a weak hurricane to be a stronger hurricane? What was not a hurricane to become or not a tropical storm to become a tropical. It, it's it feeds those those higher temperatures feed it. That's how hurricanes grow. And as the temperature of the ocean increases slowly but surely, in some cases faster, um, that makes uh, more hurricanes. 
which then travel to places like southern Louisiana, and then all these assholes' homes get wrecked every year, and people get eaten by alligators, and then uh, the people that are uh, live there are going to have to move to the places where we don't want flood victim losers showing up, like Michigan, which led to my rant earlier in this week. We need to blow up the Mackinac Bridge and build a wall to keep scuzzy flood victims who make bad decisions by building their homes there from moving to the better part of the country, that is Michigan and Ohio and Indiana and Illinois and Minnesota and Wisconsin. All those places are going to be the new New York, the new Hollywood, the new Miami, uh, and all these shitty people are going to invade the Midwest and it's going to be a civil war. Because you see, in these states, it all comes back to the truck nuts. This state is full of 60% uh, R-word rhyme with memards who drive around with don't tread on me flags and will kill you. That's why it's very important for this Norwegian company to do this. They have created, uh, the idea is this. Since the water temperature is warmer, if you were to churn the water so that the cold water, lower ocean depths, winds up at the top of the water, it will lower the overall temperature of the ocean. They're going to build a very long network of uh, materials that produce bubbles at various ocean depths. The bu- You ever see like in an aquarium, the aerator? It's like that, but thousands of miles long. The bubbles will... Uh, the, the cooler water will rise up or cold and, and, and then it'll, it'll I know I'm doing a terrible job explaining this. Let me just tell you what they're doing here. I'm an old submariner and I knew that the water is colder deep down in the ocean said ocean term CEO, Olav Holland Sater. So my thought was, why don't we use this cold water in the deep sea mixed with the surface water and thereby reduce the sea surface temperature. Ocean Therm is developing a bubble curtain, kind of like a meat curtain, but with bubbles. That system will do just that. The contraption involves ships lowering a series of perforated pipes into the ocean in the path of a storm. So it's mobile to generate bubbles to raise colder waters from deep below the surface. Save your stupid comments till the end. They also have a bubble curtain concept where the pipes are installed in a fixed location at the bottom of the ocean for areas that are frequently hit by hurricanes. There you go. If this works, my God, can you imagine? We get to keep the flood victim scum in place. While it's an interesting concept, it still hasn't been tested yet on an actual hurricane. So it's just on paper. It's all theory right now. To prevent a hurricane, the bubble curtain would need to stretch miles in order to have an impact. 
While the company plans to one day implement its system across the Gulf of uh, Mexico, this is a very pie-in-the-sky fantasy for now. There's also the environmental concerns that could arise. When you change one thing, there is a domino effect of things that can occur. According to someone who's smarter than me, with Florida, red tide, Florida red tide, I guess that's a threat, something in the ocean, maybe probably some type of spore or something like that. You could be forcing an upwelling event that could cause those cells to come up from the bottom to the top. So I don't know what that could mean. At the death of the, all the aquatic life, who knows? So the jury's still out on whether Ocean Third will ever deliver on their very ambitious hurricane-killing goals. This uh, author writes, but we wouldn't hold our breath, huh? But still, I, 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 I applaud the effort. I think that that sounds just space uh, science fiction-y enough, but yet so simple. Can you imagine? Uh, Dirk says red tide is bacteria. Kills fish and sea life. Let's say they found a way uh, to avoid that from happening. And this actually worked. Can you imagine getting in on the ground floor of this company? That would be as big as like getting in on Amazon on day one or Apple. If you keep your eye on that one. I'll tell you that right now. And I'll tell you, it's not crazy. I sometimes have business acumen. I really do. And this is what I mean by that. I told this story before. When the pandemic started, I reached out to uh, the guy who I give money to who tries to earn money for me. The old Roth IRA. The guy who manages the Roth IRA. You throw a bunch of money at it. And his advice is usually this. Put your money in and don't look at it. Don't watch the market. I'll take care of it. That's what my job is. Yeah, but don't argue. Yeah, but there's a stock. No, we don't invest in one-time stocks. It's a, it's a controlled, managed effort and in, 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 in growth. And he's got all these various fucking bits of knowledge. I'm like, yeah, but I, yeah, there's, there, there's one that we should do. Uh, I, 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 like I'm, I'm not just basing this on a hunch. I'm basing it on, on actual information. Two instances. 1995. I was cornered by a pharmacist at Kroger in Midland, Michigan. He goes, have you ever heard of Viagra? And I go, no. He goes, well, invest now because it's going to change the world. What do you mean? Well, nobody knows about it now, but this is now available. This pill is going to change the world. It gives guys who can't get a boner a boner. And so very quickly, this is going to take hold, and a lot of people are going to get rich. I didn't do shit. Fast forward. Pandemic starts. There's no talk of a vaccine. I read one news story somewhere that there is one company that is boldly, aggressively going after vaccine creation. I call up uh, dude and I go, hey man, what do you think about this? Shut up! You don't know. Yeah, I know, but it just, you know, just uh, it's, if I scrape together uh, a few nickels, we just, 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 just one time. No.
It's this company called Moderna. It's bullshit. It's not true. It's not going to work. No, there isn't going to be a government contract to make 80 billion doses of this. No, that's, that's, that's fake. All right. Anyway, get in on the ground floor of the company that's making the bubble curtain. I'm ending with this gift of life, Michigan. Go to their uh, website. You can find it at ericsaintshow.com. And uh, reach out to them about uh, organ donation. You can save eight lives with those beautiful organs that you have in the untimely event or the unlikely event of an untimely death or passing. My God, I know it's terrible to think about. but uh, You got to help some people. Do it. Gift of life. Thank you so much. I want you to call or text when you need a dumpster. 616-375-9962. That's my pals at uh, Dumpster Divers. Kyle, the guy behind Let's Kill, who uh, all you big mouths said you didn't like his voice. You didn't like him. You said mean things about him. He's the sweetest kid guy in the world. You hurt his feelings. Thanks. Dumpster divers when you need a dumpster in West Michigan. 616-375-9962. You will save money with a dumpster divers dumpster. All right. Asshole of the day. What are we looking at here? Um... We got the kid beat up his dad in the limo. Jim's getting married. Uh, Nick Gates got his leg busted on national TV. Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox just pissed me off. Uh, bah, 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 bah. I, I actually bah, bypassed the story that's going to piss you off. I'll save that for the Patreon. I'll save a lot of stuff for the Patreon. I also have an update on the radio station that's, a, I, I guess, stealing my voice or has a sound alike. Still don't know. But uh, steps are being taken. That'll happen on the Patreon. Writing hurricanes. Trying, or I'm sorry, ending hurricanes. Writing hurricanes. What the hell happened? Ending hurricanes and trying to keep the scummy, scummy people out of the Midwest. Uh, let us go. Okay, asshole of the day. Where's my twisted sister record? Adam Knapp. I thought about that yesterday. You're right. You're right. You're right. I am going to do that. I'm so sorry. I it when it comes, it'll be a pleasant surprise. Asshole of the day brought to you by JM Synthetics and TC Paintball. Just because he's a douchebag and looks like it. There you go. Machine Gun Kelly or MGK, which is too cool sounding to be for that guy. How the fuck? When, when our pop stars look like that, I mean, there's something wrong. That is your asshole of the day. Uh, also on the Patreon, I got to go over a little bit of this Rolling Stone list. They went and updated it. Uh, b- before Rolling Stone magazine would have like, uh, you know, the Rolling Stones and Aerosmith and Led Zeppelin and The Who and The Beatles and Deep Purple and Black Sabbath, you know, rock acts, good music as the... Uh, as the top um, uh, songs, they did the top 500 songs of all time. Well, unfortunately, they opened up the voting to all of the world's shitty artists, okay? Younger people and people who like R&B and hip-hop. And all of those suck tons of dick, okay? So now the top 500 includes 
the world's shittiest music, unfortunately. So we need to discuss some of that. Most of this I haven't heard of. You know it's bad, or you know you're getting old when they take the greatest music ever, ever made and just fucking cancel it and replace it with shit music. Fuck you, Rolling Stone. Uh, eh, Rolling Stone has gone downhill since JC from Q100 sold it. You are right. Okay, I'm going to get a quick turnaround on the Patreon. I'll be starting momentarily. Love you. Mean it. Thank you. Till next time. Bye-bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.